power of the dark side. I'm not a baby, I'm a man. I am an anchor man. Is this a kissing book? The way I see it, if you're going to build a time machine into a car, why not do it with some style? Hello and welcome to episode 6, series 3 of Just Like in the Movies and the final episode of this series as well, brought to you by gkmedia.ie, providing digital marketing solutions and content for SMEs throughout Ireland and the UK. Didn't get the tagline exactly right, but we'll keep going with it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Every week we explore what is happening in the world of filmmaking and beyond. So we like to look at what is happening here in Ireland, but also kind of what are the big Hollywood blockbuster movies coming out and stuff at the moment. And uh, we're talking about one of the big ones, Captain Marvel out in cinemas. We'll be looking at Serenity, which Sky Cinema premiered recently, and the Irish movie The Hole in the Ground. We'll also be having a little chat as well on uh, various bits and bobs which cropped up in the past couple of weeks. I'm your host, Gary Kelly, joined as always by Lisa Tracy. Good day. And Dave Coyne. Good evening. Mm -hmm. Just to confuse people. Yeah, Yeah, we shoot this at 4am in our loft studio (laughs) in Galway. Okay, first up, let's talk about uh, Disney's, Marvel's, they're all the one now. Yeah. Captain Marvel. Excuse me, miss. Why are you dressed for laser tag? Oh boy, you guys don't have any clue, do you? I'm here to stop the shapeshifters that are infiltrating your planet. That's what I'm talking about. (laughs) (laughs) Captain Marvel. You know you're glowing, right? There you go. That's a clip taken from Disney and Marvel's new movie, Captain Marvel, starring uh, Brie Larson. And uh, I saw uh, a few snippets of this movie at a, a Disney day in Dublin uh, a few months ago. Looks like an absolutely fantastic movie, but it's been getting a mixed reaction. So, Lisa, mm-hmm. what have you thought of the latest Marvel movie to come out? Well, Gary, yeah. I loved it. Okay. I really did. I just, I, I don't know why everyone's given out about it. It was brilliant. Like, she was the best, like, superhero that we've had in a long, long time. Since Iron Man, she's the best superhero. I, I thought think. Wonder Woman was the best. She's DC. I'm yeah. talking about the Marvel. This is, we're, we're, this is you know, Sorry. petrol diesel we're talking yeah. about. Yeah, okay, yeah, no, different animals altogether. Different, okay. different. Yeah. She was class. Loved it. Her, her power was deadly. And People are saying they could have really done more good. with it. Like what? I kind of, oh I'm going to weigh in there. I think, I agree with you. Mm-hmm. It was good. And she is excellent. She's charismatic. The character is charismatic. As an actress, she's charismatic. And she carries the film very well. And, it, you know, it's time for more female-led films like this, um, as um, Wonder Woman proved, it can be done. Mm-hmm. Women are people. Women can be strong, etc. But I think that uh, they kind of let the character down a bit. Mm-hmm. Her name isn't Captain Marvel. Spoiler alert, people. Mm. It's movies called Captain Marvel. Mm-hmm. I mean, at the end of Iron Man, he says, jokingly, I am Iron Man. Mm-hmm. And he is Iron Man. Yeah. And Captain America is Captain America. She is not Captain Marvel. At the end of the movie, she is not, there's nothing about a captain she was a captain in the Air Force, maybe. Mm. We don't know for sure. Is it a flashback? Is it not? We don't know. It's never really definitively said. And her mentor is this person called Marvel, played by Annette Benning. Mm-hmm. So it's not a case. And even at the end, if somebody went, now I am Captain Marvel, I will defend justice or whatever in a lady's voice. I can't do mm-hmm. lady's voice. But the point is, they didn't do enough with the story, I think. The story was a bit weak. They never told us how she got her powers other than some special airplane crashed. and with the thing. With the th- it's with the, the thing? same way that... The, with, with the thing? With that's the not a, That's not a script. With or the whatever. T- what electrocution? Wasn't there like the, the generator thing? 
And then she got all her powers from that. It exploded and then she inhaled all the powers. But, but, but just h- how? Just Why? exactly how the powers I mean, were given to many other people no, in the Marvel No, 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 no. I mean, Bruce Banner, there was a, you know, just to do the Hulk thing, there's an explanation behind it. His father messed with his DNA as a child. You see, I have details. Mm-hmm. Not a yoke blew up and she got powers. It's loose. It's vague. It's. I think they could have done more. I go back to DC. What happened to Batman? Was he just like attacked by bats? And no, then... no, 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 no. <laughs> Batman's just a legend. I mean, where do we get this guy? <laughs> There's a famous piece in one of the crappy DC Batmans with Ben Affleck where the Flash says, what's your superpower, dude? And he just goes, deadpan, I'm really rich. And that's all his super... Like, Batman is... Like he just has I, gadgets. If I had the bank behind a Batman, I could be okay, Batman. Okay, wait, mm. Catwoman. There, I'm getting confused because I'm watching Tim Burton's Batman. Um, that that's you're comparing apples. You're comparing apples and apples and atoms here. They're yeah. different. Like Christopher Walken pushed her out of a window, and she was kind of licked and bitten by cats, and then she became Catwoman. No, she just had a psychotic mm. break yeah, <laughs> with she reality. Did. She doesn't have super. She's not bulletproof. But then she was able it. to go flipping all over the street of Gotham. Well, yeah, because yeah. she, you know... But we believed it, so my argument is that maybe we're Captain Marvel. Well, it's a, in terms of the MCU, which is the Marvel Cinematic Universe, inside of that bubble, there's a certain realm of reality. Captain America, he was given a serum, and he was gamma radiation, and his, his subsequent, you know... Bruce Banner was working on the same thing. There's lineage, there's connection, there's a little bit of science. Little bit of science-y stuff. Captain Marvel, her name isn't Captain Marvel. And where does she get her powers? What are her powers? She's got lightning coming out of her fist and what else? Like, th- there's no proper explanation f- to my taste. Yes, as but, to how she doesn't blow up because she's so yeah, atomic. But, but um, I, the movie was good. It I enjoyed was it. Good. it. You know, it was mm. good. Um, the, Except the, before Iron Man or any of them. It's yeah, based set in the 90s. In 1995. Mm. Great soundtrack. Cool. Yeah. Excellent soundtrack. Um, and the de-aging was really well done mm-hmm. with Cap, with um, uh, Clark Gregg and um, Samuel L. Jackson. So mm-hmm. great job by Brie. I think she did a great job. I think the filmmakers, when I see a film that's directed by two people, I immediately go, Ugh. I mean, have you ever seen Unless a car? The Coen Brothers. Yeah. Have you ever seen a car? No, it's not. Unless it's the Coen Brothers. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I thought you said, I thought you said, it's the Coen Brothers. Yes, I'll give you that. Unless <laughs> it's the Coen Brothers. Or the Wachowski siblings. Yeah. Yes. Those, well, sometimes. But um, when I, you know, I use the analogy of a car, you don't see, you never see two people driving a car. Mm. That's always going to end badly. Or it's a joke or a clown car. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, look, it costs $153 million to make. It's and already grossed $524 oh, million. Oh, worldwide, so clean up, clean up. Job done by the producers. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I'd love to see a team up between her and... Um, Captain America. No, her and... Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. Woman. Wonder, Wonder Woman and, and Woman. Captain America. Uh, Captain Why Marvel. Ca- what's with Catwoman? I'd love to see that. Because <laughs> I, I think, personally, before... Out of as a movie, mm. the Wonder Woman movie was a better movie for me, mm-hmm. and I thought that movie was like wow. I came out mm. of that going wow, that was brilliant. She was brilliant. The story's brilliant. Um, your man Chris Pine, Chris Pine, thank you. Mm-hmm. He was brilliant in it. The costume design, I love period stuff. You know, like Captain America and the old, you know, nineteen forties World War Two and mm. Wonder Woman was World War One, I, I believe. Mm. I love all that stuff. And my neighbor's brother was the storyboard artist for Wonder Woman. Wow. No way. Yeah. Cool. Wow. World. Tell him thumbs up. Yeah. Two. yeah, well done. Okay, out of five, Dave? I'm going to give it three and a half. Okay. It could have been four, but it was just a bit loose, a few loose ends, but really good, solid movie, and I enjoyed it. Lisa? I'm giving it a solid four because I don't mind when superheroes get their powers from explosions. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent stuff. There you go. That is Captain Marvel. Next up, we're looking at Sky Cinema's Serenity. 
You know how in Plymouth they like to say everybody knows everything. It wouldn't be funny if the truth was that nobody knows anything. How long have I been on Plymouth Island? Feels like we've all been here forever. What's this? Just a little scratch. Please, don't kill that man. What? I will give you $10 million to drop my husband in the ocean for the sharks. There you go. That's a clip taken from Serenity, starring Matthew McConaughey and Anne Hathaway, who, of course, starred a few years ago in Interstellar. And uh, yeah, a mixed performance. Dave, I know you saw Serenity. I saw it as well. Mm -hmm. But I'm going to give you the lovely task of actually trying to explain what the movie is about. Mm. Well, I won't thank you for that (laughs) particular task. (laughs) It's it's a very strange movie because, uh, spoiler alert, apparently the whole movie takes place in the mind of a little boy. Ah, jeez. The whole movie. And in, in fairness, when the movie starts, you get this kind of ethereal weirdness. There's something wrong in this world. And it starts off with uh, Matthew McConaughey plays this down-on-his-luck fisherman who is obsessed with catching this big tuna and he's got a boat that he charters out for people and drunk people go fishing. Hey, let's go fishing. And he's got um, Daimyeon Hunsu, I think is his name. I can never mm-hmm. pronounce his name. He's, uh, Daimon, he's yeah. the guy who is on his ship boat with him and he's like, you know, you know, they're having arguments and stuff and he's drinking all the time and he's randomly hooking up with, oh, what's her name? Diane. Diane, uh, Diane Lane. Lane. Yeah. Who is still a very beautiful lady. And he, he's just, I mean, and the, he gets his bum out every, every 30 seconds he gets his bum out. Literally. He's putting on his pants. He's walking. <laughs> he's, he's naked. It's Matthew McConaughey. He, he loves he walks, it. He walks out of a building naked and jumps off a cliff naked. It's all this surreal stuff. And there's a, there's a radio station in the background. Welcome to Plymouth FM mm. and blah, blah, blah. And it's, it's kind of weird. The next thing, his ex-wife appears, played by Anne Hathaway, and just kind of femme fatale, double indemnity, kind of big hats and eyeliner and all this kind of stuff. And she wants him, they haven't seen each other in 20 years, and he's got a fake name, and it's all this mystery stuff. And she wants him to murder her husband, her new current husband, who is a... Jason Clark? Yeah, no? Jason Clark, who is a... Okay. Who we reviewed in... Um, the Aftermath. In, in The Aftermath. Which, and his, his stock as an actor, Jason Clark, went up. Because I saw him in Aftermath the previous week and then I saw him in this and he's really good performance in terms of um, different performances. But the story is kind of woolly and... Because he's like a bad husband and yeah. he's... He's, a, he's abusive and, and stuff. And yeah. he's, a, he's an asshole as well. Yeah. He's just a drunken idiot and, uh, you know, he's probably a drug dealer or something like that. And then it's kind of strangely cutting between this kid in a room in front of a computer and it's weird. Coding. And he's coding and... <clears throat> Long story short, the whole movie takes place in the mind of this little boy. And Matthew McConaughey is his father who died in the war (laughs) or something. That's that's the ending. And that's That's the ending. And then at the ending. But it it was like a good story. You know, bring my husband, who's a bad man, bring him out to sea and deal with your own moral consciousness as to whether you're going to murder him or not. And then it's like, oh, let's just throw something else in just to kind of confuse them and keep it suspenseful and have a twist at the end. It's a high, Mm. high concept movie. And the concept is way too high. It's off the charts. And um, there's a lot of nonsense in this film. But I'd say on paper, and when I heard on the radio, you know, Sky Cinema presents, like on the radio, on somebody paid a lot of money to have this uh, broadcast on the radio. 
a film by Stephen Knight. And I'm like, who the hell is Stephen Knight? Like, if it said a film by Steven Spielberg, you know, uh, I was like, who's Stephen Knight? He's a writer. He's not a director. Mm. I mean, he's directed things, but he's a writer primarily. And, um, you know, a high concept writing thing and a bit nonsensical. And the little boy, when I say little boy, he's a 16, 15, 16 year old boy. He is building up the courage to kill in the real world to kill Jason Clark. But you never actually see it because oh. he just leaves the room with the coding and then it cuts back to the to the to the fishing boat island fake Truman show type mm. thing. And this guy gets killed and the mother pays him the ten million dollars that he said. And then it kind of flashbacks to the real world. And it's like news report. A young boy has been found innocent of killing his stepfather by in virtue of insanity. And then it cuts his back coding. And then his father, Matthew McConaughey, back in the fake world, is suddenly happy and he's reprogrammed the place. And I've changed ah, the rules. Geez. And it's all surreal and nonsense. Yeah, yeah. And um, I got to say, it was not a very good film. Oh. It was difficult to watch. I mean, there was, mo- there was moments of, mm. ooh, and then, oh. And if they'd left out, sorry, Gary. No, and it's been slated. Oh, sorry, Lisa. Sorry, Gary. No, sorry, no, no. I thought you were giving me the go. <laughs> no, no. Sorry, you go there. You have you a go. question. Go on. <laughs> I have a question. If they had left out all of the surreal kind of coding part. There could the, have been a story It there. could have been a better story. Yeah. I mean, if you can imagine if Willy Wonka went up in the glass elevator and then it suddenly cut to a kid writing a code and the whole thing is a fake mm. and you kind of go, what? What? Mm. What's this like? I mean, if you're watching Pixar and it shows you the animators with a wireframe of Woody and they're going frame by frame, that's not what we want to see. No. We want to mm. see a good story with emotion and evisceration and conflict and it's like, oh, this is all happening in a kid's brain. Yeah. Mm. And it's not even... They tried to be clever and it just it didn't work. Because yeah. Yeah, you could get the performance from Matthew McConaughey of oh. someone dealing with that inner conflict. Huge of, inner you know, conflict. S- some stepfather is just not a good influence on their child. Mm. I've been out for 10 million. I need the money. Do I take him out to sea and throw him overboard mm. or what? Mm. You know, and it just build it on that. Yeah. And it's but just filled with metaphors of, you know, cl- it's, it's very stereotypical, the world that he lives in. Mm. And there's a drunk at the bar and it's all, he's drinking all the time. There's conflict, conflict, building, building, but it's fake. And then when he actually has the decision to make, um, it, you feel it, but then you don't feel it because you're like, okay, this isn't real. It's, it's nonsense. And there's a fa- weird character walking around who is the code mm. and the rules. Yeah, yeah. And it's kind of a psychological... It, it, it has moments of um, Shutter Island. Oh. But as we know, Shutter Island is really well done. Mm. Yeah. And there's a logical sense of this man has a mental illness yeah, and he's yeah. not thinking straight and mm. he's had a psychotic event in his life which has made him block out, what have you. But this is just nonsense. I'm sorry. Out of five? One. Ooh. One. Okay, one and a half. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it is 5.2 on IMDb. And I kind of, I thought it was okay because I expected it to be a lot worse than all the reviews were saying beforehand. But again, they kind of ruined what could have been a decent movie. Yeah, and it made mm. no money. It cost 25 million and it made 5 uh, million. Yeah, it cost 25 million. It's made 11 million. Hmm. Okay. But it was shot in Mauritius, so at least. Oh, at least they got a holiday. Nice. They yeah. Got, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they got a holiday. Okay, next up, we're looking at the Irish movie The Hole in the Ground. There was an old woman who lived in the woods. You know, when I was your age, I moved town once too. Three. Two. One.
never run off me like that again, okay? They're with me, loud knocks, come and knock in the There's something not right with them lately. I can't put my finger on it, but... I know. There you go. That's a clip taken from Lee Cronin's The Hole in the Ground, starring Shauna Kerslake, who, of course, we've seen on uh, plenty of programs on television at the moment. She's been in quite a few movies as well mm, yeah. uh, of recent times that are doing well. <clears throat> yep. um, it's a horror movie. Yep. Lisa, I know you're not a big fan of horrors, and I saw you tweeting or you put something up on Facebook. Yes, I said. Telling the world. Am I going to see this on my own? Yeah. And I did. Yes, I was brave. Well done me. I yeah, went to see it on my budget. own. Yeah. Nobody would come with was me. Was it worth it? It Yeah, because it wasn't as scary that I needed someone there beside me. Okay. Because, you know, that's the only reason to bring somebody with you to the cinema to see a scary movie is that you have someone to go, oh, I'm scared. Is, that, I'm scared what, is that the only reason you married him? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm only messing. Um, yeah, it was, it was good. But there were not enough scares in it. And then at the end, like I'm, I'm synopsizing too much, but like by the end of it, when you actually saw the monster, um, it was it took the good out of it because it was like, oh, so now we don't know whether this is like really happening or what that what that what this character is. It was the kid was possessed by well, not the kid was possessed. The kid was like replaced, shall we say, when he fell into the hole in the ground. I should stop doing air quotes. Um, when he fell into the hole in the ground and. So it's kind of a body snatchers thing. Yeah, it's a body snatchers thing completely. Okay. And then uh, she eventually at the very end finds the kid and he's there and brings him back to life and he's he, he was underground. And then you see all these monsters um, chasing after her and then she uh, turns around and one of the monsters is her. And then she punches it and then she runs oh. and then you have the end. And yeah, but it, I thought it, it could that have been... That sounds all right to yeah. me. Yeah, it was... It sounds a bit imaginative. Yeah, it was It was good. I didn't say it was awful. Mm-hmm. I just said that it wasn't scary enough, that oh. it wasn't... Is that you're just... just I know, just you've needed seen to enough be, scary I've movies. I've seen enough scary movies that I need a lot more... But what fright. was the reaction of the audience, Maybelline, <clears> in the uh, auditorium? In the rest of the people? Yeah. All seven of them. They were all going, uh, yeah, that wasn't that scary. And I think they're seasoned horror film yeah, fans. Yeah. yeah. So I think they were waiting for something a bit more. But I think because we see the monster, I think that's a problem. Okay. Because uh, like, it's, it's, it's like, like the Hitchcock thing where you have the camera the at the monster. bottom of the stairs, you have someone, dis- you know, ascending yeah. up the stairs into the darkness and your mind well, is we, really the we, big... We all have our own monsters. Monster. And mm. the monster you create in your mind is much more powerful than any monster you can see. That's why Jaws mm. was such a big success. Yeah. Because... You're like, oh, you, see, you hear the music and, yeah. you know, blah, blah, blah. And we've all seen Jaws and we all know it. But y- your mind creates the thing. And when people go, I love it when people go, oh, the book was much better. I just say mm. to them, no, the book, it's just your imagination, your imagination was better than the imagination yeah. of the person or different, not mm. better, but different. And they imagined it differently to you. You imagined a, a monster with 10 arms and tentacles and they imagined a monster with, you know, big teeth or yeah. whatever it is because they're afraid of teeth or whatever it is. So... But also they could have changed the way that the mom, she was like taking pills because she wasn't sleeping or something mm. and uh, or she was feeling anxious. Yeah, there was a lot of like plot holes because you were like, OK, so you have a gash in your head and you've moved to this new village. And I presume there's some guy involved because um, that's just the way life is. 
and uh, we never find out what the story was there. So you're like, oh, but but there's more to this story, mm. and we never find it out. So she's taking these pills that the doctor has prescribed her, and she could they could have gone down the route of, is this really happening to her or is she imagining it? Um, okay. You know, this it was different. It was it was it was definitely different. Well, I, and I say well done to them because they did a great job for an Irish movie I not just, to be boring. That's exactly what I was just going to say. <laughs> Sorry, no was, offense to everybody. No, but I was literally just going to say, and no offense to anybody, but yeah. like inter- when we say for an Irish movie, what we mean is depressing just, alcoholics. No, but yeah, you know, <laughs> dead babies in the grave and all oh. this usual, but the usual Irish, yeah, oh, yeah. you know. But like, I've heard from various people. I didn't see it, but I've heard from various people that it it punches above its weight in terms mm. of budget and, and shots clout, and everything, and it, and it looks great and yeah. it, it feels like a quote unquote a grown up Hollywood movie mm. as opposed to a little Irish movie that's doing yeah. well. It, it feels does. like a proper movie. It looks like a proper movie that mm. was well made. Yeah, which is it's good. Just, mm. I'm, I know we were slagging Serenity for taking in 11 million and it cost 25 million. At the hole in the ground when I got figures a couple of weeks ago, its worldwide box office was 170 grand, which is actually pretty good is this, for an Irish how movie. How much did it cost to make? Domestically, like domestically it got 21 grand. Yeah. So it's made nearly 150 grand in the first week or so. Oh, okay. Internationally. What, what was That's the budget? Bad. What was you the budget? Know, I don't know what the budget was. Okay. Uh, shot in Iceland, I believe. But here's, I don't know, was that a typo? I thought it was Bray. They must mean Ireland. Yeah. I know. That has to be Ireland. It wasn't Iceland. Well, maybe they shot some of it in Ireland. Or in Iceland. I don't know. No, but, no, there was no Iceland. Well, Ireland. It's a typo. <laughs> <laughs> somebody well, pressed, unless the actual hole in the ground was in Iceland. No, somebody know. somebody <laughs> pressed I on the drop-down menu yeah. and enter yeah. before they did the one drop from Iceland to, to Ireland. Ireland. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But the thing is, I've heard it's, it's it punches above its weight mm. and I'm kind of curious to see it. And Shona Kerslake... Is a, is a star on the rise. The first yeah. time I saw mm. her in a movie, I was like, wow, that's a movie star right there. Yeah. I mean, uh, stunning presence, great actress, yeah. uh, lovely person in real life, apparently. I mean, mm. I've seen her at the fly. I never had to say, you know, had speaks with her, but I believe people have said, oh, she's lovely. You know, she's a lovely yeah. person, mm. lovely to work with. And I just hope that we see more from her because okay. she's yeah. great. And the director, because it's his debut as well, and he got yeah. it premiered in suits. The- Sundance. Oh, yeah. yeah. More power to him. Yeah, and, yeah. and, you know, I hope, obviously the film board supported it, but I hope he moves mm-hmm. up as we've discussed before. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, it's good to see that they made an Irish horror movie as opposed to an Irish movie about shillelaghs and mm-hmm. Baurons. And we've heard it all before. You know, move yeah. on. Give us a new story. Mm-hmm. And next thing we need is a proper sci-fi. Irish sci-fi movie. That's the next thing. Not like that one with Sean Connery. Exactly like that one with Sean Connery, which is one of my favorite movies of all time, which is basically The Matrix without the computers. And if anybody's listening and they know what the movie is, there's a competition Ooh, for you. Competition? What movie are we what talking movie about? We ta- we're not going to say another word. No, no more words. No more okay. clues. Irish movie with Sean Connery. It's basically The Matrix without computers. Yep. What's the movie? Gary will give you a prize. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Check out imdb.com. <laughs> <laughs> okay, excellent. Out of five, Lisa? Um, I would give it a solid three and a half. Okay, very good. Mm -hmm. So well done to the makers of the Irish movie The Hole in the Ground. If it's still in your local cinema, do check it out. As we always say, please do go and support Irish cinema. Yes, here, here. Mm -hmm. Can't afford marketing personnel for your business? Don't worry. Just head over to gkmedia.ie where you could have your very own professional marketing team for less than €100 per week. Check out our marketing solutions packages by visiting gkmedia.ie. Okay, now we're going to look at some items making the world of showbiz, even though there's no real showbiz stories. It's more just factual information about various entries to festivals and funding schemes. Oh. The Waterford Film Festival. 
mm-hmm. Shame on Me, I didn't know they had one, is now accepting submissions for the 13th edition of the festival, which takes place in November. Fair play to the data. Did mm-hmm. you know? The- uh, yeah. I know everything. Yeah, you're yeah. just no, saying that you're just... <laughs> no, no. I mean, you'd hear about it in the fly talks about it, but I've never been. No, I've never and been. I, I, I mean, I've been to the Cork Film Festival mm-hmm. and I've been to Dublin, etc., but I've never been, uh, much to my chagrin, but uh, good on them. You know, mm. 13 is the lucky number for some. Yeah. yeah, so it's on in November. If they would love to have us and uh, educate me about their film festival, because I love Waterford. I used to go there on holidays when I was a... Oh, I went there once. It's a seven. great spot. Yeah. yeah. We'd Don't love to go there. Yeah. If you need anthem podcasts or interviews or anything yeah. like that. At the Marketplace, the Galway Film Flare coordinates pre-scheduled meetings. Uh, basically, uh, the early bird ticket is available, I think, up until Friday the 12th of April. I've done the film fair before and it's actually really good because you get to meet the people who sometimes don't respond on email or answer the phone when you want to just ask me a quick question about an idea you have or how you go about getting funded for something. Mm. They're a little bit more relaxed when they arrive in Galway. The kind of little parties in the evening kind of help them relax that bit too. Mm -hmm. And and if you go to those parties, you can... But a little bit of Galway rubs off on them and they relax and they let their guard down and they, Mm. you know... They give you the information you want. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. yeah. but it's a great way (laughs) of just informally building up a solid relationship yeah. with someone in the industry. Highly recommend that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and I think uh, I think it was maybe up to eight or ten people you could see over a couple of days. So you do this wish list mm. and you might get the priority of the first five or something that you're looking for. Wow. Uh, but it's good. Go to goifilmflat.com for further information. Filmflat taking place between the 9th and 14th of July mm. 2019. Yeah, can't wait. And uh, if you listen to series two, episode four, I was speaking to Sarah Dillon from the Western Regional Audiovisual Producers Fund, better known as RAP, and they've announced applications for the latest round of development support for feature film, television and animation projects now open. And the new deadline is Tuesday, the 30th of April. My birthday. Hey. Yeah. Not to 30th. Self, don't answer the phone on this birthday. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we were talking about Netflix, actually, before we went to air. And uh, I was saying that I actually... Cancelled. Cancelled Netflix because just wasn't watching anything. Got Sky Cinema mm. uh, a few months ago. Absolutely loving it. Catching up on, you know, 40 odd movies I always wanted to <coughs> see and didn't see. I've started Sopranos now. Oh, wow. On the box sets mm. because I never finished the series. So I'm starting from scratch on that. Yeah. Um, but of course, when you switch off Netflix, you start hearing about all these things which are suddenly arriving Murphy, on it. Yeah. Murphy's Law, yeah. Yeah. I did see Afterlife with Ricky Gervais. <coughs> Haven't oh. seen it yet. Okay. Interesting. Uh, not very definitely not laugh out loud funny oh. and some um, articles about it have said that it's actually it's just insulting oh you know it just insults everyone um, but, but that's what he does the best yeah but is it just that's his shtick has he just uh, gone too much with it at this stage I haven't seen it so Check I don't it know out, yeah. but I, I, it's on my list yeah but the one I suppose as well that everyone's talking about at the moment is, is the Madeleine McCann one yeah, yeah. No. And Kate McCann I'd seen yeah. Kate here and I was I should mention that Ross Whitaker's Whitaker's award winning feature documentary Katie about Katie Taylor yeah. is also on Netflix which, but Kate cool. McCann, which we gave a great uh, review to and, and, mm. Mad- and Jerry the husband yeah this one about Madeline McCann yeah I've seen the first episode and um, I really want to see more but it's heavy because um, you know you, you, I remember freshly mm. even though it's 11 years ago 2007 mm. it's a long time ago um, and I remember it vividly but it's scary because you know when they're standing there talking and you can remember it and you feel emotional mm. watching a documentary you feel this emotional there and then you know at work people are like oh you know i think they did it i think the parents did it and oh i think they they drugged her to keep her asleep by accident and she overdosed and they're trying to cover it up and i'm like 
they're on a holiday, they're in a different country, where are they going to get rid of the body? They've had a few glasses of wine. It's not as if they had, they were at home and they had their own car and they knew where they could dump the body and mm. the whole place, you know, how could they dispose <laughs> of their own kid's body, you crazy mm. people? Somebody took her and, um, you know, the sad thing, I was thinking, she was three when she was abducted? Four. Or three or four. And she, oh, it would have been her fourth birthday. 11 years May ago. So she's 15 or 16 or whatever it is, I'm not doing maths. Yeah. You know, she's a teenager now, mm. if she's still alive, hopefully. Mm. But as somebody said to me, I'd almost prefer that she wasn't alive, that she didn't go through the hell that she might be going through somewhere in the world mm. in and Africa. Someone else said, you God know, knows. she could be sitting in Romania was the country they had said, and her name could be whatever, and she could be sitting down watching this documentary, not actually knowing that she is Madeleine McCann. Yeah, but mm-hmm. the thing, she had this keyhole iris. Her iris was misshaped and shaped in one of her irises, and that doesn't change. You know, so, Sorry. you know, I don't know. It's it's very compelling viewing. And as a documentary, it's, I've only seen one episode, but it's pretty well structured. But they obviously they dragged this out over 10 episodes, yeah. 10 mm. hours. There's so many. But I'm, I'm documentaries on YouTube about this. But I'm well. completely like you sucked in. Oh, I, I it was late at night. I watched one episode. And I was like, I'm going to. And that was, I think. Two nights ago, and I've been busy, and I will be watching more. I guarantee. Like mm. I'm, I mean, well, probably will not be any the wiser by the end of it. Probably not. Probably less. I'll probably have more questions than answers. But it's a big question: what happened, or where is she? You know, is she alive? Is she dead? Is she? You know, and uh, that's what makes it so compelling. Yeah, mm. and it's it's a it's very common. You know, it's happening all the time. Yeah, uh, even in the city we live in. Okay, well, that is the on a, that happy note. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we need to get cheerier. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. don't forget, you can tweet us at JLIT Movies. Uh-huh. And uh, make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel as well. Follow us on Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, also known as iTunes Podcasts, uh, Stitcher, the whole works. Thank you very much for either listening or watching Series 3 of Just Like in the Movies. Uh, we're going to be taking a little break because we're worn out. We are worn out. I'm, yeah. I'm wore out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll be back again in a few weeks' time <laughs> as we look ahead to some of the big blockbusters coming out this summer. And uh, certainly hope that the uh, new Tarantino movie as well oh. is coming oh, out soon. fingers crossed for that. Good. Please, it better be good. Be good. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, uh, thank you. And as I said, do try and follow us on social media if you can. Spread the word. Uh, we're doing this for the love of filmmaking. The and love if there's of filmmaking. any filmmakers out there that would like us to review any of their work um, or if they want to pop in and have a chat, do an interview, please do. You can get in touch with us uh, via social media. Until we talk to you next time, Dave Coyne, thank you very much. Pleasure as always. Lisa Tracy, thank you very much. You're welcome, Gary. Gary Kelly, thank you very much. <laughs> Maho, Gary. Maho. We'll talk to you soon. Take care. Thanks again. Bye-bye. Bye.